Welcome to Namina's Mental Health Mavens. I am your host, Joanne, and every Sunday we bring you mental health and addictions experts on a variety of topics, including advanced evidence-based therapies. Guests' opinions are their own, and some content may be triggering. Our mission here and on our Nomina Wellness YouTube channel is to make exceptional mental health support accessible to everyone. So make sure to subscribe, give us that five stars, and maybe even share with a friend. So let's get to it. Welcome to episode three of Mental Health Mavens. And today we're talking to Deanna Ledzik, clinical counselor at Nomina Integrated Health in Winnipeg, Manitoba. And we are going to be talking about aging and mental health. Welcome, Deanna. I am very excited. I uh, was worked. I worked in the senior sector for quite a while, and I know you're going to be talking to us about um, the aging process and how it affects our bodies, but how that affects our mental health. So, why don't we let you do an introduction of the topic? Okay, so just a little intro on the topic is we're mainly going to be discussing how, um, as people become to the age of 65, their immune system actually changes, and how that has an effect on our overall well-being, um, physically and mentally. So we're going to explore kind of um, injuries and surgeries, how the healing process is actually different, especially you know when doctors give you a timeline and then you're supposed to be recovered, but you haven't actually come to terms with maybe the changes that you might have in your mobility. Um, so kind of focusing on how the natural deterioration um, in the human body for people over the age of 65 is um, difficult with their mental health and they have to accept the changes that are kind of coming along with them. Nothing is ever uh, permanent. Things are only temporary. So just kind of exploring those outlets. Yeah, I've been watching my stepdad go through the process as he loses not just his mobility, but some of his cognitive function and how hard that is on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially once they're kind of realizing what's happening. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, I think this talk is going to touch a lot of people. So uh, yeah, we'll let you give us all the lowdown on it. So the topic we will be exploring today are the changing effects of our bodies as we age and their impacts on our mental health. So once people reach the age of 65, their immune system actually changes. Cells become slower at detecting potential viruses, bacteria, diseases, as well as replacing old defective cells. This is a big reason for why seniors are more prone to illness and why a civil flu can have a life-threatening outcome rather than normally requiring, say, a couple days in bed with some fluids and then being perfectly healthy afterwards. So there are some key elements to a healthy lifestyle that can help to protect and prevent an individual's immune system while it naturally deteriorates with aging. A balanced diet, daily physical activity, utilizing the brain's creative process, having healthy outlets for stress, that's a really big one, taking time for self-care, spending time with loved ones, not smoking or drinking to excess. So when a person's mental health is well taken care of, Many of the common physical ailments can actually be avoided, such as cardiovascular diseases, diabetes, thyroid issues, hypertension, and stroke, just to name a few. Surgeries and injuries are a common component of life and can be unavoidable at times. They can, however, become exacerbated by the aging process. Bones aren't nearly as strong as they used to be. The healing timelines take much longer, and recovery is more difficult on the body. 
One of the best ways to recover from damage to the body is actually the preventative measures. Therefore, it's important to be in good health prior to injury to better help with recovery ability and time. Kind of like a cavity. You know, it's not great when you get one. You can fix it. But if you if you were doing things in order to prevent it, you wouldn't have had it in the first place, right? So after major surgery or injury, people might not be able to function the same way as they would before, thus having to develop their new norm for what their movement or ability might look like. After surgery or injury, doctors will tell you it can take so and so many weeks or months to recover depending on what happened. Um, But that doesn't include the rehabilitation and the mental stress, um, even sometimes trauma on the person. So unfortunately, some people are not able to process that their physical ability has changed and it results in frustration or can lead to depression after recovery. Some people do not understand that there is actually a grieving process that needs to happen for what their old life was in order to move forward and accept the change of what their new one looks like. So mental health is becoming a more open topic, thankfully, but there are still many facets of it that are not discussed or even thought about. Um, It's very important to have a support network of people in everyday life, but especially after a big life event that can cause changes to a person's mentality and and themselves physically. It really is amazing what the brain can do for the body. So I stress the importance of living a healthy lifestyle um, to put us in the best possible position to take on what life has to offer or with its uncontrollable experiences. So if you are someone or have someone you know who is struggling with their mental health after a big life event, there are many tools out there to help. But the most important is for that person to have the support so they don't feel alone. Feeling alone is one of the worst feelings in the world. And um, when people know that they have the support, they're able to reconnect and find the required support to help them kind of move forward and heal in that process. And that's the unfortunate thing is there's a lot of seniors that are out there that are alone, that they, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe are estranged from family members. Most of their friends have already started to pass away or or their kids have relocated to another town. So I, I know how isolated a lot of seniors are these days. One, it's confusing not understanding what's happening with your body. It doesn't feel like your own anymore. You might feel like you're trapped in somebody else's. There's a lot of different mental diagnosis that kind of go along with that facet as well. And it's important to help people and help them to understand it's okay to feel the way that you're feeling. The way that you're feeling, there's a reason behind it. And not to ignore it, but rather address it and have the support for people to understand what you're going through. Be be a happy ear to lend um, to the person kind of going through all these big life changes and find out what that person needs because every person is different. So it's really important to kind of figure out what that person needs. And sometimes that requires going to talk to a therapist um, or your family doctor or a specialist, and that's perfectly okay. I understand this topic became of interest to you because you were doing a practicum. So in my practicum, this was a very popular topic because I did my practicum actually at the hospital. And while I was there, a lot of these people were undergoing major life changes um, with surgeries and changes to their physical health. So um, a big thing that a lot of these people kind of had in common was a lot of the depressive symptoms that were coming with it. And they didn't understand where it kind of came from so it was figuring out the root of that life event that happened 
to understand all these different simple symptoms that they're having. And it ended up being either the surgery or the change in lifestyle. So say a person was diabetic, having to change everything. He couldn't do his fish fries every Saturday like he liked, um, have a beer every night. <laughs> so just simple changes um, greatly affect our mental state when we are used to routine. Humans thrive on routine. So when that is changed, it's very hard and it kind of creates this catalyst for um, destruction amongst the body, not understanding what's going to happen next. And part of the process is to kind of find that homeostasis again within yourself and figure out what your new norm looks like and just kind of coming to terms with, well, that was what it was. It was fun while it lasted. Let's kind of move on to a healthier path. I know that two questions that our viewers are probably going to have is, is either one, they are a senior who wants to know steps that they can take, or there's family members who want to be able to support the seniors that, that are in their lives. So what advice would you give to, well, to both those audiences? So for the people that are um, not going through it themselves, it's a senior within their own lives. You can reach out to that senior and ask them what it is they need or if they've been feeling any differently with the new changes. And generally, that's a good way to kind of open discussion into how they've actually been feeling. And sometimes it can actually have a bit of a domino effect in them just kind of telling you everything, um, which is also great because sometimes people really benefit from going to therapy with a loved one because sometimes the loved one will say certain things that the person won't. <laughs> and it's not out of fear, um, but sometimes they're just forgetful um, or they don't think it has any kind of correlation with what they're actually going through, but oftentimes it does. Everything is kind of a map and it all works together very cohesively. And then for the people that are going through it, I would say reach out to your support systems, your networks of people, whether that's loved ones, friends, um, you know, family, and if you can't find support in that, reach out to your family doctor, seek out therapy um, or any specialist you might need, depending on what you are going through. But there is help out there and people are wanting to help. So you're not alone. And uh, if a senior is on YouTube watching this video, well, first thing, that's awesome. <laughs> but I know there's a lot of other videos out there on, you know, you'd mentioned diet and self-care and talking about it. And these are all things that I know seniors, they didn't, that's not how they were raised. That was not part of their generation. Um, they didn't know about healthy eating back then. They didn't know what, what is this term self-care and they especially did not talk about mental health. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, it's great because now it's becoming more brought to light. Unfortunately, because of COVID, um, it's had a big influence in basically every population age we have. And um, people are starting to realize that mental illness isn't completely invisible. It has physical reactions on people's bodies. And you can see them. You can see the difference between somebody who's kind of depressed and closed off as opposed to somebody who's feeling happy and kind of has their shoulders back, head up high. There's a lot of different kind of giveaways with that. And it's really important to understand that each person has something that they're going through. And of course, you know, we oftentimes judge a book by its cover, but there's definitely um, an iceberg kind of below that surface level. And just to be kind and accepting that, you know, if someone's having a bad day, they might snap at you. It's not necessarily something you've done, um, but just to be open and have that perspective that, you know, normally people aren't angry. <laughs> unless they're in pain or they're going through something that's kind of traumatic or difficult um, 
we want to be happy. Like they say, hurt people, hurt people. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is great. I um, I do have a lot of compassion for my stepdad, I, and I can see what he's going through. He was a very robust man, and he's an old oil oil guy, <laughs> right? And yeah. to go through these changes has been very difficult, very difficult for him. Sounds like he was very independent. Yes, yes. And, and that is one of the most humbling feelings is not feeling that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked what you said about grief, that it is a grieving process. Completely. You are accepting the fact that what you had can no longer be, it's not within your cards and accepting that fact is so much healthier and easier to move forward as opposed to being stuck on it and letting that kind of run your life for the time that we have left. Cause the time we have on this earth is actually very short. It's not very long. Yeah. And so do you kind of, do you want to remain stuck on that or do you want to move forward in a way that allows you to live as happily as you were then maybe just changing a few things? That is great advice. Oh, okay. Now you had mentioned as well too, that seniors can talk to a therapist. Now you are a clinical counselor with Nomina, and yes, you are in, in yeah. And you're in Winnipeg at our Winnipeg office. Um, so I will leave information on how people can get in touch with you. Uh, do you do online sessions as well? I do virtual. Yes. Okay. Well, that is very good to know. Any other tips that you would give for a senior who's looking at maybe getting some help? I would start with that as I don't want to really overwhelm anybody and just kind of know that, um, the basics are out there. Speak out to your friends, family, loved ones. Um, if you're feeling like it's something bigger, maybe talk to your, um, your general practitioner, your, you can, if you have a therapist, reach out to them again, or maybe connect with somebody new online. If that seems a little bit daunting, maybe have a family member help you um, just because there are a lot of different options out there, especially with um, different therapy modalities. So what kind of therapies that they offer. So just kind of figuring out what might work best for um, the person currently going through some troubleship. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much, Deanna. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to mention or that we didn't cover? Uh, no, I think that's a great starting place. And then if people have more specific questions, they can leave comments down below and I'd be happy to answer. Yes, definitely. I can put people in touch with you and answer those comments. I'll also um, do some digging too and see if we can find some resources that we can throw in the description. Yeah. That was Deanna Ludzik of Nomina Wellness in Winnipeg, Manitoba. And if you're struggling and you need some help, feel free to reach out to any of our clinics located across Canada, where we have no charge mental health clinics for those who need a little extra support. We also have our Nomina Wellness treatment facility in Comox, British Columbia, and subsidies are available. Once again, here at Nomina, we are passionate about mental health and our goal is always to make mental health matter. <music>